Hello and welcome to Dropping Into Life Podcast, Episode 3. Today I chat with my special guest, Vanessa, about a very real problem in today's society, fear. All of us deal with fear at one time or another, which is why it's paramount to push back against it in order to experience what God has to offer and what life has to offer. In today's episode, we define fear and share personal examples of how we have allowed fear to hold us back in our lives. We discuss the importance of combating fear through prayer and seeking God for help. Lastly, we share practical advice on how to deal with fear so that we can move past it and truly live. I want to give a special thank you to Vanessa for sharing her story on the podcast, and I'm sure that we can all identify with it. Without further ado, let's get right to it. This is Drop Into Life Podcast. Hi, and welcome to Drop Into Life Podcast, Episode 3. Today I have with me a very special guest, Vanessa. We first met in elementary school, and then we went to high school together, and now we've reconnected to do this very special podcast on fear. How are you doing, Vanessa? I'm doing well, Stefano. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. You know, whenever anybody says, you know, I'm glad to be here, that makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Like, maybe this is a radio show or something. I know this is, I know this is the beginning, but, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Thank God that, you know, I have this podcast. We're talking about a lot of different things that people... Um, people deal with in their own lives and it's pretty great so today we're gonna be talking about fear as the title says Uh, Vanessa the reason why I invited you to come on the podcast is for a very special reason you posted a specific thing on Instagram talking about fear I want you to detail what it was and I'd like you to tell I would like you to tell the audience why you posted that all right, so probably a few months ago, back in April, I uh, decided to go on a retreat with a campus ministry called A Life. Um, and it was a retreat that I had wanted to go on last year, but because of fear, I didn't go. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Um, the retreat is like somewhere in like a mountainous area in the middle of nowhere, there's no connection. Um, so it's kind of scary to put yourself in that kind of environment. But this year, I just got close with a lot of other um, like-minded people who encouraged me to go. And I went, and I, it was a long process to, for me to build up the courage to go. I had to spend a lot of time um, praying just personally, um, just to prepare like myself and my mind for whatever was to come and whatever emotions I might feel along the way. It was definitely an emotional experience, um, and I'm still in awe that I was able to follow through with it but once I came back from the retreat I was just so in shock that I had to share Um, and other people who had went on the retreat also posted things on Instagram like their testimonies and that kind of thing so I was like all right I need to like I can't just keep this to myself you know I have to share with others Um, but it took me a while I think I didn't I didn't post until like June or something because I, it took me so long trying to... When, so what was the amount of time between the, the, the retreat and the post? Okay, so the retreat was, I think, like the second week of April. It was only a two-day retreat, and then I think I posted, um, like, the first week of June or something, just, like, giving a testimony about the retreat, but also about the whole, like, the past two semesters before just that whole year it was kind of like a testimony all in one 
because it just took so long because I was just trying to find the right words to say. I wanted to make it clear for people to understand, you know, where I was coming from and just encourage others. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think it's really great to to encourage other people, especially when you've learned something and not only keeping it to yourself, but saying, you know what, I know that there's some other people who are probably, who are dealing with fear. And at the end of the day, if we're being honest, we all deal with fear. So when you're saying, I want to share with other people, it's very important because in the Bible it says we overcome by the word of our testimony, something yes, like that, right? Yeah, so yeah. it says that in Revelation. We overcome by the word of people's testimony. That's really important. So when people give testimonies like when you did it, I think it's very important because people who are dealing with the same things can look back and say, you know what, I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. And with a lot of things that we do with the life as people, the, the real thing is, the real fact is that we are not alone in what we're dealing with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Jesus was tempted. He went to the desert. He did, he did all that stuff. Other, we're tempted, you know what I mean, as people. We struggle. We sin. We fail. But you know what? At the end of the day... I don't want to sound cliche or anything, but we have God, first of all, and we have each other as well, you know what I mean? And that's something really important. I, I congratulate you on that. I think that's very good. And you pushed back on fear two times. First time to, to go on a retreat. Second time to post, Yeah. if I'm correct. Yeah. So twice. You're doing I, good. I met, um, like I said, I met a lot of like-minded people throughout the year leading up, and their testimonies were what helped motivate me to just decide to go through with it. And then after I posted, like, so many people that... Like, people even from high school that I, like, never talked to were reaching out to me, like, oh, my gosh, like, thank you for posting this. Like, I hope that you keep posting, like, these encouraging things. I was just so shocked. So yeah, and it's just, like, a cycle. And all these, all these people that you, that talked with you, were there some people that really, really surprised you that re reached out to you? Yeah, I was definitely surprised by a few because, like I said, some of them, like in high school, I never talked to them ever. Like, I saw them. We were in the same graduating class, but I never talked to them. I forgot we even, like, followed each other on Instagram. So I was like, to get a message from these people, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I was just really in shock, but I was really, really happy that I was able to, you know, reach awesome. those people. Awesome, awesome. So when you were talking about fear... In, in your own words, you said that it kind of stopped you from going to retreat the first time. Is that correct? So you, so I want you to kind of detail that a little bit more, and then we'll talk. Okay, talk so that. the retreat happens every year um, in the month of April. Obviously, they it's not a free retreat, so they announce it months before, and you know you have to register and all that stuff. So you have time, and it sells out like every year. So you know if you don't get your ticket quick, that's it. So I had wanted to go, but I was, like, new to this campus ministry. I knew a few people going. They were going for the first time. And I was like, ah, oh, do I want to spend this money and then chicken out and not go? Because at that point, like, that's it. My money's gone. But I was like, all right. I mean, I ended up not going. I was just kind of like, eh, next year, next year. So I had been praying, like, throughout that summer from, like, this past September, like, leading up. I was praying every day. I was reading my Bible. Last summer, I decided to stop listening to, like, any music that was not, like, Christian or worship music. So I only listened to worship music. So, like, on the bus, on campus, like, all I was doing listening, was listening to worship music. So I'd be in my room, um, just listening to worship music, praying, like, taking notes um, as I read my Bible. And, you know, the retreat was coming up, and I was like, I can't. I can't chicken out again because if I decide that, you know, my fear is so big that I'm not going to go and just experience God on this retreat, then I'm 
literally giving like the enemy power over me in that situation so I was like I can't do that so that was my motivation to decide to go and even like the day of the retreat you know leaving campus um, a few of my friends were also going so I had to take the bus with my friend to like the church that we were leaving from and I was like in my room crying praying like God like I can't do this I was saying I can't but I knew I was gonna go through with it no matter the outcome um, and yeah I went through with it so it just took a lot of prayer and just realizing that I couldn't let the power go to anyone but God. Okay, so I want to ask you a quick question about that. So what, can you explain to me and to the listening audience as well, what were you afraid of? Like what, can you, can you pinpoint that exactly what you were afraid of? Or do you feel like the whole, the whole fear itself was from, from the devil, from Satan, from the enemy, it just, it just was an overall general feeling that tried to keep you from doing uh, from going to the retreat like how would you describe that um well i've had fear um i guess in the form of anxiety for like as long as i could remember like since i was a kid um so i would just get anxious in like different social situations or situations where i'm like not in a familiar setting like i'd rather just like be at home or you know just like somewhere familiar so this retreat, it was like two hours away in like the mountains in Pennsylvania somewhere. Like I said, no connection. We're going on a bus. Like you can't turn, once you get there, you can't turn back. Oh, so I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't change my mind. Once I go, I'm stuck there. And I mean, retreats, you never know what's gonna happen, you know? You're just going there with an expectation, I guess. Um, but you really n never know what's gonna happen. So for me, the fear was, I guess, mostly of like, not being in control, like I couldn't change my mind and go back home if I got scared. Um, and just fear of the unknown, not knowing what was gonna happen once I got there, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. And this is fear of the unknown and that is, let me let me just say this because um, I believe that God, God kind of brought this to me yesterday when I was writing notes last night. Fear and uncertainty go hand in hand. Let's just yes. be honest. You know Definitely. what I mean? Fear of the unknown. Unknown, it has to do with uncertainty. Not not being certain about... I, I don't want to use the same the same word when I'm defining it, but it's kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. Not not being certain about what exactly is going to happen. You know what I mean? We're, we're not... What? Like, we, we can't see into the future. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. God knows the future. We can't see into the future. So it's kind of like you have to take a risk. But what I've learned also is that the thing about fear is that once you get older and older and you keep on, you continue to let fear take hold of you and restrict you and let the enemy continue to do that stuff, the less true living you, the less true life you have. My friend Steven actually on the last podcast that we recorded, which everyone should go look at by the way and listen to, he said that if you let fear continue to hold you back, continue to hold you back in your life all the time, are you truly living? And that's like, boom, like, let's just stop and listen to that and think about that for a second because fear is so debilitating, you know what I mean? If you, like you said, uh, and I remember you were, you were saying before while we were practicing this podcast, you said that you were saying something like um, fear, yeah, fear is just debilitating. And I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say that again. Yeah, it's like I crippling. Think, yeah, it's yeah. crippling and it kind of, it, it just stops you from doing what you want to do. So the one thing that I'll say is that as we continue to get older, we need to start letting go of this fear because if you if, believe it or not, you know what I mean? We, we don't know when we're going to die. We don't know when we're going to leave this earth. And I feel like it's, 
it's a blessing. You know what? I try to see that at this point in my life, I try to see that living is a blessing. Yes, so, it is. And definitely. we, what? You're 20 right now or 21? I yet? turn 20 next week. You turn 20. Okay, so you're 19. about to be 20. Yeah. You're 19. I'm 20. At the end of the day, as we get older and more, have more responsibility and we have more opportunities to do things, I believe that we need to let go of fear mm-hmm. in Jesus' name because, we, we, of course, it's great to live. To, we, I just want to live life. That's just what I'm saying. And as we get older and we continue to let fear hold us back, the less life that you're living and the more time you're wasting. That is how I view it. So for you, for me, for anyone who's listening to this podcast, I would say, now you can, you can try to seek many things to go away from your fear. You can, you can try to say, oh, you know, like, like kind of you're saying, I'll go next year to the retreat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of trying to deal with the fear. But at the, end of the way, at the end of the day, I believe that dealing with fear head on, especially in Jesus' name. We say that as Christians in Jesus' name because that's the name that has the power to, to overcome all these things that we're dealing with. That's what we believe, right? So we need to face it head on and we need to say, we need to hit that delete button, okay, on that. Because if you really are trying to live, then that fear cannot have a place. You know what I mean? Do you have anything to say about that? What is... Um, what was your opinion on that? I guess like what you said about you just want to live life, you know, um, just back in regards to that Instagram post and the retreat and all that. I mean, the, the the retreat sells out like you only hear good things about it. Like everyone's just so blessed by it and like the fellowship and everything. So I, of course, I really want to go like with my fellow peers and stuff like that. Um, but I was just so afraid of the worst case scenario. Like, oh, my gosh, what if I have like an anxiety attack? on this mountain, like, I'm just in the wilderness, I'm just alone, like, what am I gonna do? Um, But, like, once I got there, I just, I think because I spent so much time just, like, praying, you know, for months leading up to it, like, I had no fear at all, like, I felt, I I definitely specifically prayed to God for peace that would surpass all understanding when I went on this retreat, and, like, I did, like, I was not anxious at all, I was able to enjoy and, you know, like, live and just have as much fun as everyone else say it was just unbelievable so i'm glad i you know went forth with that and got to live you know got to live and that that's the main thing speaking about living let me just uh talk about skydiving uh for a little bit let me just talk about that for a little bit because uh, now if you listen to last the last podcast episode two with my friend steven you heard a little bit about our skydiving experience today i want to talk a little bit about it because it has to do with i want to talk about fear as well because skydiving and fear go hand in hand as well i can't tell you actually i can't tell you i can a lot of people who i've talked to post my jump after my jump have said to me i would never do that they said to me even even you if i can if i can be honest yeah, you were saying I like i don't know that. if i could do that now i'm not a roller coaster person i said that yeah, in the last right. one the last episode i'm gonna say in this one i'm not like a super thrill-seeking person the one that you know some kind of you know person that tries to do crazy stunts jumps off cliffs and stuff but i took the leap and i said you know what let me try to do this skydiving experience thing now obviously there was a little bit of incentive let me tell you about the incentive the incentive was that my friend would pay for me so obviously this is a skydiving experience once in a lifetime type thing okay maybe that i would have something i can tell people about tell my children about and it's free of course i'm gonna go so i go on this retreat i start going up in the plane now this plane fits about eight people there are about four people on each side now i'm not going by myself because i don't have the license and i have this is my first time so i have a guy on my back 
hooked, basically he hooks himself up to me and we're about to jump eventually. Uh, now we go up in the plane, eventually we get to this altitude, they pull open the door. The door is only like, it looks like a garage door, you can see through it, okay? It's on the <laughs> right side of the plane, okay? Uh, the, I believe it was the back of the plane, they decide near the back. They pull open the, the door and you start here feeling the wind, it's really cold and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm about to do this. But let me tell you what I decided before I jumped, because this is very important. I forgot to say in the last episode. What I decided to do before I jumped, as I was looking out the window, okay, we're 14,500 feet up, we're pretty high, okay? And from what Stephen told me, this is like one of the highest jumps in the Northeast, if not the highest, okay? The thing is, I decided to myself, I said, you know what? Nobody can tell me I can't do anything. I'll be honest, nobody can tell me I can't do anything. The reason why is because I'm doing this. And think about it though, if I'm willing to take this risk, because at the end of the day, it's a risk. I had to sign a bunch of things. I had to check off a bunch of things. I had to sign my signature on a tablet, you know, signing my life away, basically. It was a risk. I'm jumping out of a plane. The plane is a good plane, perfectly good, in the words of my friend Stephen, perfectly good plane. <laughs> to people, like, just logically, it doesn't make sense. But I made the decision right before, before I jumped, and I said to myself, nobody can tell me anything. Nobody can tell me I can't. Nobody can tell me this. And, it's, and also, too, having to do with fear, I did not let it overcome me because I could have. I let fear overcome me in Six Flags, okay? <laughs> but I did not hear. doesn't make much sense if you think about yeah. it, but I did not. I believe I prayed to God, too. At the end of the day, it was a great experience. And when I jumped out, I'm going to be honest, the first few seconds felt like a roller coaster, okay? And then I fell backwards. I was falling backwards, literally. My feet were pointed towards the sky, oh my, my back God. towards the earth. And you're just falling. There's no, at the first few seconds, no parachute, no nothing, just falling. And it's that. a crazy experience. But the main highlight of that is what I want to say, is that, you know, that major decision is, is something that took a long time to get to, okay? Because from the time I left, my college in Pennsylvania to the time now I've had a lot of reconstruction in my life through God through Jesus and uh, a lot of decisions have had to be made and now I'm, I'm, I believe that I was mature enough at that point to say you know what I know what this fear I know I know what can happen down on the ground when I get back I know that there'll be fears that try to overcome me the enemy try to overcome me I know that uh, people will tell me, they might tell me I can't. They might scoff at me when I have these dreams to have a great podcast. The most listened to in the world, maybe. You never know. I have these dreams. I will not, I'm not going to stand to let people say I can't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And why would I say to myself I can't? Because if there are other people saying that, it's very special for all of us not to say to ourselves we can't. Yeah. Because that is the belief that will carry us to do great things. I, honestly, I think, I think it is. Because if you don't have the belief in, in yourself, if you don't have the belief in God, first of all, God is the one who has all the keys, okay? That's what I say. He holds everything. So it's not by our, our own selves that we get to places, okay? It's by God. Whether you're a Christian or not, it's by God. It's not, it's not by, from you. I'm just going to be honest. Now, apart from that, it's like, do you, do you trust in God? Do you trust, do you trust in yourself to a certain point and say, you know what? I don't, maybe you don't know what exactly was going to happen if I take this risk, but you know what? I'm going to do it, and I'm not going to let fear hold me back. Those are important words. Those are important thoughts to have. I don't think, maybe not everyone has those thoughts, now that I think about it, but I just wanted to add that in there because sky, skydiving is something that I believe everyone should do, and I just told you what happened. And let me tell you, I, if some, I would, I might do it again. <laughs> I might do it again. That might seem crazy. But 
also, I was saying to other people, maybe I want to do a higher this time because the other time it was whatever. Maybe I want to go higher. Why not? Now, do, are, am I saying that I don't have fears and you know I'm like the steel like guy? Nothing can penetrate me. Nothing. I'm not saying that. Okay. I saw this video of somebody base jump. I'm uh, not base jumping. Bungee jumping. And that looked crazy. Okay. What I did, I feel like is less crazy than that. What did you but do? Then, the bungee jumping. I don't know. I, that, that looks might be insane. The next, the that next might be the mountain. next step. And yeah. then, but you know what? You keep on going up. Skydiving, exactly. it's inspiring, and I feel like everyone should do that. That's the plug that I just want to add in there, uh, and that's that. But phew. <laughs> so let's move on. After that long, that long kind of summary of what happened, let's move on. So we talked about fear in your life. We talked about kind of fear in my life in a good example. Um, to people who are experiencing fear right now, right? People who are experiencing fear, debilitating fear, and whether it be, it could be uh, various things. It could be going to Six Flags, going on a youth group retreat, like you were saying, talking to somebody uh, romantically, uh, which has happened to me various times. Uh, it, could be, it could be tons of things, right? You can have so many fears. What is your advice to somebody who has these fears um, and doesn't really know where to turn, doesn't know what to do? What would you say? Well, I can only go based off experience, so I would definitely say that you have to sit down, spend time reflecting on, you know, what it is that you're really afraid of, pinpoint that fear, um, think of what steps you can take to overcome it, to deal with it. Um, I definitely don't think you should run away from your fear, definitely um, go towards it and just attack it, um, just decide that you're going to overcome it. It could take time, you know. For me, I didn't I didn't go on the retreat the first time around. I waited like a whole nother year. Um, but you just definitely have to take time to just prepare yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like by praying. Um, I definitely would not have been able to do it on my own. I needed strength from God. Like I needed that peace. So mm -hmm. um, I would definitely say if you have no other options, you know, you can always count on God. So prayer and just trusting in God is like, It'll, it just won't fail you no matter what if you don't know where else to turn. Yeah, that, that's great advice. And the thing that I, that's great advice, and the thing that I'd say is that for everyone who's skeptical about trying God, and we're Christians, so let me just, again, let me be, let me be, quite, uh, let me be straight with you and say that there are a lot of gods with lowercase g's. A lot of, there are a lot of you know, when, when we say God, we mean the God of the Bible. We mean, the, we, mean, we mean what we believe is the one true God, right? We're not talking about just any God because a lot of people have gods and I yeah. put quotation marks on them because, you know, obviously we're talking about what other people believe in. But at the end of the day, we're talking about the God of the Bible, the great God Almighty, the, the one and only. That's what we're talking about. Right. So we just want to get that out yes. of the way. But what I'd say is that, yes, um, if you have not tried God, you have not really tried church. Maybe you have before, whatever. I would say give it a try. What do you have to lose? It says in the Bible, test God. What do you have to lose? So that would be my advice to you. If, if you have nowhere else to turn, if, you're, if your life can't get any worse, especially if you feel that way, you can't lose anything, really. It you really can't. costs you nothing. There's it's no really cost. Nothing. There was no cost, really. And God's free gift of salvation that talks about in the Bible is also cost-free. God died, Jesus died for us. You get what I'm saying? It's not like we can do anything to earn that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now, with that being said, nobody's perfect. And we do have fears, you know what I mean? So definitely pray to God. Also, um, I would say, I would say that's the best advice that you can give. 
Also, here are other things that I would say, practical advice for people who are dealing with fear. If you're dealing with fear, first of all, stop hanging around people who are not supportive of you. If people are not supportive of you and your dreams, they need to go away because, uh, and they, they're not gonna help encourage you to, to combat these fears and to, and to grow, then I think that those people should go. I honestly believe that. You need to have people who are encouraging you and people who are pushing you to be better because in this life, you only have one life. Why not be leveling up? Why not be better? I definitely agree. I feel like every time I was unsure, I always had, you know, my friends that were like, no, what are you talking about? Like, you're going to do it, you know, like stop being so negative because like they basically acted as if, you know, I was going to follow through and face my fears no matter what, even when I wasn't sure if I was going to in their heads they treated me as if like yeah you're gonna go through with it so i mean without them i don't know and of course god but i think god sent them so mm, yeah friends like that let me tell you they're like they're like jewels yeah I mean, they're like precious jewels by like treasures so you cannot good friend very good friends are are very few they're few and far between so hold on to the good friends and del- and i was about to say delete the bad that's not <laughs> what i mean okay more <laughs> Uh, push push aside and leave behind the friends that are not going to encourage you lift you up and to be a better person okay people who are you know trying to bring you down trying to peer pressure you or anything like that those people uh, I would say stay away from also there's set negative self-talk I feel like also needs to be talked about here um, I've done it I'm sure you've done it a lot of people have done it at the end of the day how, how do I even say this without God it always goes back to God because without God, uh, you can't you can't really overcome these things. You can't. So truly, truly, overcome these things and fight against these things. So I'd say again, pray, look to God. Negative self talk is never going to help you. Like I said, and I heard this from somebody else. If you, if other people are saying you can't and you're saying you can't, then there's nobody for you, including yourself. Then you've already got yourself out of the game. You have to be you have to be strong in your identity and know what you want. You know your goals, okay? So that if your fear is to accomplish a goal, make that known. Write it down. People say that you're more likely to complete a goal if you write it down. Write it down. Pray to God. Talk to your parents. Talk to somebody who's going to help you, okay? And who's going to say, you know, even like you said, Vanessa, when you didn't even believe or know that you would go on a retreat, for sure, they, they didn't even know. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. They didn't even know for sure whether you do it or not. They still said that to encourage you. That is some real good stuff. You need, and also, but here's the crazy thing. This world, listen, you're not always going to get support for your dreams. And people who don't see your vision, they don't have your vision, they're going to say, nah, you can't. Oh, I don't believe you. They're going to laugh at what you say, maybe, and all that. At the end of the day, if you have your identity and your goals, and you know, like, you have to know it in here, like, in your heart, in you, you know what I mean? That you can. And you have to tell yourself you can. And listen, I believe that self-talk is good. If you tell yourself, I can do this. Even when you feel like you can't, I can do this. You know what I mean? You have to say these, talk to yourself. And I don't mean be crazy, okay? I heard this from somebody else when I was listening to like uh, a sermon, like a message. Talking to yourself is not a bad thing, okay? In I itself is not a bad thing. all the time. Because even, but believe it, even the people who, I see it in sports all the time. Good, great example. They motivate themselves. Like when they do something great, like, come on, they yell, they do whatever. They're like... You know what I mean? And they're, they're friends, and especially in professional soccer, they come together, you know, and they're having a great time. At the end of the day, even when you're doing something bad, sometimes I see in the soccer field, when I watch games, sometimes a player could be talking to himself, come on, man, you should be doing better. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you talk to, talking to yourself in a positive way is the way to go, I feel. If you're not, 
if everyone else around you is still doubting you or whatever, at the end of the day, the first step is to know in yourself that what your what your goal is and whether it's to accomplish fear or anything to accomplish to go above fear or anything else is that if you believe it, then that's the that's the beginning. That's the beginning. You need to believe in yourself before even anyone else believes in it. Because how are you going to uh, even how are you going to conv- even convince people? You know what I mean? In your dream, you know what I mean. At the end of the day, if you want to bring other people along, mm-hmm. that's something important that we need to talk about. Um, did you have something to say? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to add in about what you were saying about um, I guess praying or journaling, just for people who maybe don't know um how to pray or what prayer is. I mean, it's basically just like talking to God. It kind of feels like you're talking to yourself or you're talking to a friend. Um, so I would just say that, you know, even if you don't want to just talk out loud or whatever you can journal it you can just write down how you're feeling um and just reflect on on that during your private quiet time or you whatever you want to do um and that's helpful as well so yeah 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 definitely okay yeah it's like convers like like she said vanessa said this conversation with god be frank here's the way i see it be frank be respectful but be frank be honest and you know see what god does because we don't believe that his words return void. We don't believe that uh, God is not real and he doesn't work because then our faith would be invalid. Exactly. Which is not true. But then, yeah. I want to move on to um, some inspiration um, for, uh, I guess, yeah, some inspiration, some people that have been kind of, who've been inspiring to me to seek to seek discomfort. And when I say that, some people might know what I'm talking about and to, to push back against fear and their yes theory. Now, Yes Theory has been on YouTube for about, probably about four years now. Uh, something about four years. Um, Vanessa, actually, I don't think you knew about them, right? I asked no, you. No. Okay. So, they're basically, they're a, they're a group of guys, there's a group of young guys who basically, their slogan is to seek discomfort. And what that means is to push back against fear, to um, engage in activities that would take somebody outside of their comfort zone with the hopes of growing themselves. And at the end of the day, what's so true about that is that to grow, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to. Now, for me, when I left college out of state, I was forced. I feel like I believe that I'm not trying to blame God, but I believe that God forcibly uh, did that with me. Okay, and I'm not, I don't mean that like in a bad way because now I'm starting this podcast. Now I'm talking with you. Now this and that. Now other people can be helped. You know what I mean? Now, even though things are uncertain, you know what I mean. I feel like I have grown. I, th- I went skydiving. If I never That's left college, incredible. I don't even know if I would have done that. It's incredible. So seeking discomfort is something that is a very, it's not only a model for them, it's a way of life. And I think that's very inspiring. Um, I believe that, you know what? I think that maybe I should do it more. Maybe you guys who are listening should do it more as well. Um, being uncomfortable doesn't only have to be when, you know, kind of situations are just, uh, you know, it, ca- it catches you off guard, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you can, you can purpose to say, you know what, I'm going to talk to this person today, I'm going to engage in this conversation today, I'm going to do this today, try something new, I, I, I do have fear, but you know what, I'm going to overcome that with courage, and I'm going to do something and seek discomfort. I feel like everyone should try that. And listen, you know, you never know what you could do, you can go skydiving. Or... Or, I know you're shaking your head right now, but, but listen, I, that's, a, that's an example. I encourage you, Vanessa, to do it, even though, you know, whatever. And I encourage everyone to do that. Seeking discomfort, try it, try it. I want to give one more story. We're kind of 
uh, towards the end of this podcast, but I want to give uh, one more story about fear. Just just to bang it in there. Hammer the nail all the way through the wood, okay? With a bang. With a bang, exactly. I want to talk about my struggles, okay, uh, with... Uh, my struggles with women romantically, okay? Now listen, I'm not trying to... Uh, how do I say this? I'm not trying to... I'm not going to whine to you or cry to you or anything like that. Vanessa, I'm not trying to like necessarily spill my gut. I, kind of, because we're on this podcast, spill my guts. Yeah, I got to be know. transparent. This is dropping into like podcast. That's why you're transparent. I'm going to be transparent too. So I remember even from, from, from a young age, you know, I, you know, when I saw maybe another person or maybe, and even growing up when I seen other people uh, in romantic relationships, I kind of said, wow, that's something, that's something incredible. But the problem was that when other people were doing it, I kind of asked myself, why am I not in the same situation? I have not, and I said this before in another podcast, but I have not had a proper date ever. You know what I mean? And that's something that I'm, uh, should I be embarrassed about that? You know, the, the other people might say that. Popular culture might say that, you know, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh, man, you're already 20 years old. And sometimes I say that, too. I said that to my mom recently. I'm 20 years old, not a proper date. Same. What's going on in this situation? You get what I'm saying? Fear has taken a part, I believe, in this. And I don't only blame it on, you know, things are outside of my control. You know, I, I'm not dating because things are not happening. You know what I mean? It's, you know, I guess I can just say that, but that's not really, I don't know, my mind kind of, goes deep into analysis and that I don't know if that's an enough of a uh, description or um, how do I say explanation for me fear has taken hold I feel like uh, has, has sometimes yeah I feel like taking the driver's seat in the situation because when there have been times where I thought that you know there was a girl that you know I liked or uh, maybe like me and I could have engaged it didn't really happen you know what I mean? It didn't really happen because, you know, I wasn't completely sure. I was uncertain about engaging because I didn't want to fail. And there have been times when I've engaged with girls and that and it has not worked. And that fear has kind of snowballed and kind of built up. And now it's very, it's incredibly hard sometimes for me to, to go engage and do it again. Just recently, I tried to do it again. And... How'd it go? It didn't work. It didn't work out. That's it. Maybe, and I'm not trying to... Maybe you have to change your approach. Oh, uh, change my approach. Never yeah, know. yeah. It's, it's still a work in progress. But, but one thing I did do is that in that situation, I did go against fear. I, t- I talked with the girl while she was just doing her, her own thing, whatever. Uh, but it, it turned out that, I, yeah, we're not, we're not compatible. I don't, think, I don't think we are. But at the end of the day, and yeah, I'm going to be honest, we're, we're not. So... At the end of the day, I pushed back against fear that time, but oh, in a general sense, I have not. So this is me, 20-year-old Stefano, okay, not really having a date. And so for all the guys or the girls, right, who are experiencing this as well, and fear of engaging with other people, I would say that I know what you feel like because I'm 20 years old and not really have a proper date. And sometimes I ask myself, well, what is this madness? What is this madness going on? But the main thing about this podcast is talking about fear, so I'm going to relate it back to that. At the end of the day, if you don't... Here's one thing that people said to me, and I think that is really is true. Not just for dating, but for other... Just for life in general. If you don't take the risk, right? Because with risk, there is always, there's always uncertainty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And fear can also go with uncertainty because you can't see the future. You don't know what the outcome is. At the end of the day, life is like that. When we're growing up... You have to get, you have to be mature. You, have, you, the listener, me, Vanessa, have to be mature and say this. 
we're not always going to know what's going to happen when we take risks. We're at this age when we can, we just have to accept that reality, okay? We're not always going to know. So why not take the risk? Why not do that? Because you never know the outcome. If it's something that you want to do, you know what I mean? Why not take the risk? Because you never know. People say, you know, you fail 100% of the time. You don't try. Really, it's a failure if you want to do something and you let fear hold you back. That is failure to me. I'll be honest. That's failure to me. And to you, maybe sometimes you guys have failed as well. Okay, let's be honest with ourselves and say, you know what? We have to push back against fear in Jesus' name. We have to make these decisions and be mature. This also is a maturing thing as well. It is. Because at the end of the day, you have to, you, you have to, you have to understand that. Take, I would say, oftentimes, we should take the risk. We should do it and try new things. Because, again, that is that, that's, that's, I believe that what, what a life that can be. What, what doors can be open. And, you know, here's yeah. a crazy thing, too. If you already, because of fear, you limit yourself. And you say to yourself, for example, in the dating realm, okay, you say to yourself, this person, I don't know, I don't know, hanging out with a lot of the boys, I don't know, um, too attractive for me, I don't know, this and that. The door, the door of opportunity is there, right? To take the risk is there. But if you are letting fear hold you back, and in your mind you're saying you can't, and you're saying the door's locked, but you never try the knob of the door, and you never try to open the door, then to me, I would say, you, if you've never tried, then don't tell me that, almost. Mm. Maybe you shouldn't tell me that, because if you point. have never tried the knob, how do you know if the door is really locked or not? If you, are in your mind, are saying that it's locked, but you've never tried, that makes no sense. Maybe the problem is with you. And I'm saying that to, hey, I'm not only saying it to, you know, the listeners, but I'm saying that to, you know, I guess I can also apply it to myself. You know, Vanessa, I think you're, you're kind of applying it to yourself right now. The door is there. The door of opportunity is there. And I'm not always saying that you will uh, succeed. I'm not saying that. I have pl- failed plenty of times. You guys have failed plenty of times. We've all failed plenty of times. But it only takes one success to change everything. I honestly believe that. It only takes one success. I've heard of men, I've heard of, you've, we've all heard the stories of people, you know, who've been maybe, I don't know, maybe in low, in, in low situations, they've been low, not, life has knocked them down a lot of times, but one door of opportunity, they step through that, one door of opportunity, something happened for them and it changed their lives. Yeah. So what I'd say is that if you don't take the risk, you'll never know the, uh, you, you won't know the outcome either way. Okay, you, won't, you don't know the outcome before you take the risk. You don't know the outcome until you, after you take the risk. So do it. See what happens. And email me at stephc at droppingintolife.com because I want to hear that. Okay, leave a comment here. Leave a voice comment on Anchor. Do whatever, but we should all try that stuff. Honestly, we should. Right? Do, yeah, do you agree? It definitely makes you a stronger person no matter the outcome in the end. But how powerful is that though? The door is there. Do not do not sit if the door is locked if you have not tried it. Don't. Because you're just counting yourself out. I've done that so many times, you know what I mean? I'm so tired of counting myself out. Uh, in terms of the dating realm, but also in, ter- in terms of life as well. You never know what people can do for you, what can be done for you until you ask, until you actually try. So what I say is that fear is... Um, uh, tries to prohibit people from be, uh, reaching their potential, for being great, and for, go, for not only looking at the door, because fear will stop you at the door, but actually going through the door, which is something that's very important in life. Yes, definitely. Let's talk maturely, because we are getting to be in adult ages right now. We're not children anymore. We need to be honest and say that fear is real. It's gonna, sometimes it's going to be there, but at the end of the day, we need to push back against it in Jesus' name, 
We need to push and we need to, we need to move on because we cannot let fear hold us back. And one more thing, because we're ending really soon. If you do fail, do not hang on to the failure that you had. Mm-hmm. Don't. Because if you hang on to the fear and say, oh, I could have talked to this person. I could have done this. I could have done that. You didn't. So what are you going to do about it? That is, that is the mentality that strong people have. That's the mentality that I believe that uh, we all need to have and that I believe that you know, strong people probably have. At the end of the day, people are successful, this and that. You need to have the mentality to not only say, okay, I failed. What am I going to do now? What did I learn? All this and that. So in terms of learning, right, in terms of learning from the fear, I want to ask you quickly before we end, what did you learn from your experience going to the retreat? What, what, what happened and what did you learn from, from pushing back against fear? Let me know. I learned that my fears are so small compared to the power of God or not even just that, just like what I'm capable of doing. I mean, I, at the end of it, I was just so shocked like I just couldn't believe it I mean I finally got to the other side you know I'm sure you can kind of relate from being on the plane versus like being on the ground at the end you're looking at the other side you're looking at you know what did I just do yeah all your emotions leading up to and you're like wow like you can't believe that you've made it to the other side um amazing yeah so I, I, I basically just learned that you know some of our fears are just so small and there's nothing that you can't overcome, you know, as long as you put your faith in the right place and just apply yourself. Yeah. And I would say in terms of, yeah, um, having faith in God is such a, such an important thing, having God on your side, because if God is, like I said, holds all the keys, Yeah. you know, all is powerful. all powerful. You know what I mean? Why, well, who better to have on your side than God? No one. There's no one better. And to help you to reach your potential, obviously having God there is, I'd say is essential. Essential to reach your potential and being the best you can be because when we want to push back against fear, we know where to turn returning to God. And I would say that everyone should do that, of course. Um, Also, just to recap, we also said, um, we also talked about having friends and obviously having positive self-talk as well. Not negative self-talk, positive self-talk. I want to, as we close, I just want to uh, share with you these two uh, verses that I wrote down. Um, And I know these are Bible verses, and some of you uh, probably not, you may not be Christian. At the end of the day, I feel like these verses can be good for anyone, obviously. Can be applied to anyone's life. We're not here to, again, we're not here to really, you know, say, act like we're, we're, I don't know, we're better than you, we're on a different, we're on a different, you know... We're not saviors, so we're just sharing. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just sharing the Word of God, honestly, and that we believe it's for everyone, we believe that it's, a, it's, it's affected us in the way that we can't just keep it, we need to share it. So, uh, in 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, yeah. but of power and of love and of a sound mind. It's pretty famous in Christianity. Yeah, that verse was like the number one verse that I was like reflecting on. So throughout good. my yeah, so and, that and, verse is really good. Yeah, and and we believe also we, <laughs> yes. And let me just say this very quickly. We believe that there's not only things that physical realm, things that we can see. You know, things that are uh, what consist of what we can see. Mm-hmm. This table that we're we're sitting at, the chair, you, but also another realm that we can't see, a spiritual realm. And so in the in the Bible, in this verse, it says that for God's not given us a spirit of fear. And so that refers to you know maybe you know it's not only just. I don't know, just some fear is just this thing that with no, with no motive, there's no, there's no drive behind that fear. There's, there's nothing in control of the fear. And I want to say that there is something in control of fear. It's 
the enemy is it's Satan, yes. it's the devil. I know people say, oh, the devil, all this and that. The devil. We're not, mm -hmm. listen, obviously we should, I'm not saying we shouldn't take responsibility for our own mistakes, okay? But at the same time, the devil does play a role in these things. So Definitely. push back against it. That's why we say in Jesus' name, because that's the only name that can overcome uh, the spirit of the enemy and overcome these, these bad things. And like I said, if you're not Christian, you listen to this. We're cool people. We're chill people. We're not perfect. We'd say try it. We tried it. We endorse it. We endorse God. You should try it too. Lastly, in Psalm 18.2, it says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverance. So in those times of fear, we also believe that God will deliver us from that stuff. And that's really important. To be delivered from that stuff is awesome. At the end of the day, sometimes you guys can feel like you're drowning in fear right now. You can feel like you're in the depths of the pit. At the end of the day, God is the only one who can bring you out of that. And, 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 that, and that is it. Uh, Vanessa, I'm so glad that I'm glad you came on the podcast today. We had a great discussion. Great discussion. We really did. And, you know, God is awesome. That's the only yes. thing I can say. So um, help speak to us in this podcast. We did. I think this is really good. Um, now, this is something that I haven't done before on the podcast. I know this is only episode three, but I do want to end this podcast off prayer on the air because I feel like fear is mm, I'm, I'm even feeling it right now. You know, some people are going to be listening to this. I know you guys dealing with this stuff just like I have in, in Vanessa. So I want to I want to pray about it quickly. Um, we believe that that's really going to help you. So, you, you know, we're just going to pray about that and then we'll be done. Um, Lord, Father God, thank you God for the opportunity to um, to have this podcast and for you speaking through us. We ask you, God, for anyone who is listening to this podcast right now to seek you in their times of struggle, in their times of fear. Some of the people here uh, listening, and, and even me, I've known that at certain times I feel like depressed, maybe anxious, like Vanessa said, maybe maybe just, there's, it feels like there's no way out of this fear, no way out of, of just the, the sad life that we're, that we're living or sad things that happen in our lives. God, give us your peace that surpasses all understanding. Just like, you know, yeah, your peace that surpasses all understanding. What I, what I believe you gave me, what you gave me on the plane just before I jumped. What you gave Vanessa um, while she was, you know, while she was, while she was getting ready to go and while she was there at the retreat. And just help all of us to, you know, seek you. Help people who are not Christian even on this podcast listening. Give, help them to give you a try. Uh, protect us from the schemes of the enemy and from the spirit of the enemy, the spirit of fear, help us to reach our potential uh, in you because you're the only one who, you're the only one who can actually help us reach that. Be with us, protect us, and help us to do great things. I want Vanessa and I to be dropping into life all the time and you guys as well. This is, this is it. This is real. Let's do it. I ask you God all these things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Guys, I have, oh my gosh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. We have a lot more people coming on. On this podcast, our mission is to interview various people from different backgrounds to share their unique stories and takes on life. This podcast and these stories are an extension of my story. They're an extension of your story. They're an extension of Vanessa's story. And um, this is Drop Into Life Podcast. I can't. What else can I say? Very good. All right. Guys, be good. God bless you. Until next time. Can't, oh, my gosh. This podcast is going to be great. All right. <laughs> see you. Thank you.